Today's show is sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com. If you're a bourbon group, you're a store, you're a distillery, and you need wholesale pricing for laser-etched glassware, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicky, all the good folks over at distilleryproducts.com. They have great stuff. You know it because that's where our glasses come from. Awesome. Check them out. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Orca Coors. Yes, Father's Day is over, but that doesn't mean that you can't still get dad an awesome gift. Or if you're a dad, why don't you get yourself a great cooler, a great tumbler? These things are roto molded, so you can put ice in there and it will stay cold for days. I mean, like days, you can go back in the cooler and the ice cubes are still like brand new. Looks like you just got it in the bag and put it in the cooler. Their tumblers are awesome. You already have seen the whiskey barrel tumbler. They have July 4th tumblers out now. Use code DADSEASON, that is DADSEASON, D-A-D-S-E-A-S-O-N, for 20% off your order. And hey, if you're buying a $300, $400 cooler, that's like 60 to 80 bucks right there. So check them out, orcacoolers.com, use code DADSEASON. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at Action247.com. You want action, get in on the action, and what better action is there right now than the NBA Finals? The Suns lead the Bucks 2-1. to one. Action 24-7 has all the pre-match live and prop bets before Game 4 Wednesday night. Make sure to check that out. We're also halfway through the baseball season. You can bet on all things baseball at action247.com. The Open Championship is this weekend. And feel free to check out a sport you might not look at. You can bet on table tennis at action247.com. But when you go, make sure to use code DADS100. They will match up to $400 of your first deposit at action247.com. We don't have a cold open today. Let's just get into it. Sure. Easy Wally, less is more. Fire ready aim. everyone my name is john edwards and with me as always is zeke baker and together we make the dad's drinking bourbon wherever you are whatever time it is thank you for making us a part of your day it is a very special day we have a longer episode with this gentleman that is going to be coming out later on longer i'm saying because we recorded damn near two hours with the man and it's going to take me longer to edit it than it's going to take me to edit this one he just released his newest EP in 2021 called Sugarcane. His first single was Fist Through This Town. His second single to look for right now is Half Drunk. There are music videos for both of these, which is something that you will find out more about in the longer episode. But Charlie Warsham, thank you for being here. Thank y'all for having me. I have been thoroughly enjoying myself talking about bourbon and drinking bourbon and talking about music. And as I understand it, we have a mission in front of us we are reviewing the dickle bourbon i feel like this night is all about why we started dad stringing bourbon and you're kind of getting a taste of that because you have a three-month-old baby oh yeah and this is like your first night out in a long time just sitting around drinking whiskey which was why we started this to begin with not like we were drinking a lot but it was just one night to get out have a pour sit around with guys talk about what what's going on yeah what's going on what it's like to be a dad so welcome to the party 
You know? Thanks for having me at the party. And to answer the question, what is it like to be a dad? My take on it, three months in, is you go your whole life thinking that you understand how light works. And having a child is like being handed a prism. And all of a sudden that light comes through and all the different colors shoot through the other side. I've been finding that the doors are opening for conversations with friends with my parents, you know, I, I, I play on a lot. I make my own records. You, you mentioned like sugar cane being out, but like I also tend to play on a lot of other people's records and stuff. And my favorite thing lately about playing on other people's records is break time and the other session players. Cause a lot of them are dads, you know, Oh man, you just wait till you do living room wrestling, you know, or whatever it is. <laughs> like, have you done a bathtub mohawk yet? You know, and that sort of thing, because so much of dadding, is the action part of parenting, and I'm loving it, man. I mean, our, our little dude, he's not even, he's kicking hard, but he ain't rolling over and he ain't crawling and he ain't walking. I know when he gets mobile, it'll be a whole nother story, but um, I'm just living for those action moments, and I'll probably need a bourbon from time to time for the stressful side of that. <laughs> well, there are so many moments that happen there's nothing that's off limits now. I mean, like, there's nothing that's TMI once you have a kid. I mean, I remember the first blowout, you know, that, that the kid has. And then I also remember there was one time I had her on the changing pad and I did not put a diaper underneath the dirty diaper, which was a rookie mistake because then she started peeing and then it was, you know, so I picked her up like a football, like you're supposed to, you know, hand on the chest mm -hmm. and legs straddling your arm and i'm like start the tub start the tub i'm bringing her upstairs and halfway through bringing her upstairs she was like well now i need a tub and yeah. there are just moments that you talk about with other dads or other people that have been there that was not something that you ever thought you would have a conversation with somebody about and yet on the other side of that like our son is obsessed with ceiling fans right now and every morning when we open the blinds, he is amazed that the light decided to come back. You know what I mean? He didn't even know how days work exactly. I mean, he does. He knows like on a very uh, primitive, like circadian rhythm level that there's a sleep time and there's this wake time. But when that light comes back through the window, he didn't know how the sun works. But boy, that is the craziest miracle to him in the world. He is just amazed by it. And why shouldn't I be too? 100%. That sounds like a song right there. Right. Oh, man. I never caught it with one of my kids, but I've heard it that the ceiling fan can be like a weird catch-22. Like some kids see it, and it, it's very pacifying and throws them right to sleep. And then some just count how many times it goes round and round and round and round and round. Oh, it doesn't even have to be moving. Let me tell you all something. <laughs> when it's time to put that baby down... I'm in the corner with his head turned away from the ceiling fan because the ceiling fan will wake him up. You know what I mean? Like he's he's like, oh, something to study. Oh, yeah. I've got to look at this. That's well, it's kind of funny. Oh, oh, hey, Dad, what's going on, man? I'm like, son, it's time for your nap. Let's go to the corner. <laughs> that and, uh, you, you'll you'll find things as you progress too. That uh, if that's happening now, I'll venture to say it will most definitely put you to sleep. And do the opposite for the kid, and then you're really at a weird uh, you know, oh, juxtaposition. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst when you're that. That is a struggle. <laughs> like when you're really tired, in particular, and you're like, "All I need is for you to sleep." But they're like, "No, man, it's party time," because then you're having to not even like 
mainlining caffeine is going to necessarily Dad, why didn't you stop reading? What? You mean I stopped reading? I I, I didn't stop reading. And then your wife is going to come in going like, did you fall asleep on him? And then like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't asleep. What are, you, what are you talking about? I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Well, welcome to the party. It's going to be a lot more fun. And it only gets more and more fun. I think, you know, as a musician, you, you being a musician, not me, I am a piss poor musician, but you're lucky you have a boy and there's nothing wrong with these songs they're catchy as hell but if i have to play we are never getting back together one more time on the guitar for my daughter it has turned into me just playing taylor swift i don't play any of my own fun songs i hear you well i'm fully prepared his his musical taste his food tastes his movie tastes they may not be mine but by gosh i'm going to introduce my son to the beatles and I'm going to introduce him to Dino's Burgers and Fries. And I'm going to introduce him to Indiana Jones. And he may not like it, but I got my fingers crossed. In the spirit of writing or uh, the fact that folks put out songs and they get covered, just make sure he knows also that somebody besides Rascal Flats put out Life is a Highway. Good point, because I am pretty much a stickler for that. Like, the, here's the original version. I had the original Tom Cochran CD like way back in the day, and I'll throw that out there just like because I laugh every time I you know I hear it. And I'm like, this ain't the original one. I'm like, why is everybody yeah. so excited about that? I know <laughs> both of the people sitting across from me at this table have ties to this song through either themselves or friends, but like you know, I think the quintessential one for that Zeke is Wagon Wheel. You know, and mm-hmm. and everybody's like, man, Darius wrote a great song with Wagon Wheel, and it's like, oh, man, yeah. it was Old Crow, like, and even then, it was, it was it was Old Crow and Bob Dylan, <laughs> yeah, yeah. catching catch Bob, yeah, and it was it was those you know incomplete tapes that Bob had that, but I mean, think about how many times in a year that you went around and sang that song, and it's like, why is Old Crow covering Darius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. It's like no, no. Rascal Flats did not sing it first. We got to introduce some people to the concept of the OG. <laughs> and you know what? That's what hurts the most is those people were so close. Throwing some Jeff Steele songwriting down. <laughs> Taking it full circle to the Rascal Flats, Jeff Steele. I will tell you, you know you are officially a dad when you can use song lyrics as puns, but say them without inflection in your voice. Yeah. That being said, speaking of songs, go ahead and check out Half Drunk and Fist Through This Town from Charlie Warsham, who is now about to drink some George Dickel bourbon whiskey with us. He's stuck around, and this is going to be in flip-flop order, but in honor of National Bourbon Day, which happened earlier, like last month earlier, George Dickel announced a newest release from the award-winning Cascade Hollow Distillery Dickel Bourbon. It is now a permanent offering that's been aged eight years. The way this happened is Nicole Austin found these mature whiskeys at the distillery and wanted to showcase them. At the same time, she wanted to find a home for some barrels that leaned more into traditional bourbon notes and didn't express the Tennessee whiskey tasting characteristics found in the rest of the George Dickel offerings. So she sampled through thousands of barrels and ultimately came up with a blend that is Dickel Bourbon Whiskey, age eight years old. Now, this is spelt whiskey without an E, just so you know. 
There are a whole bunch of notes in here, and you know how I hate having the notes on the press kit because I don't want to know what it tastes like. I want to taste it and let you know what it tastes like. But this is aged eight years. It is 45% ABV. It is 90 proof. The MSRP on this is $32.99. So $32.99 for an eight-year whiskey ain't that bad. It is also a bourbon. If you look at this bottle, it will tell you that it is a handcrafted small batch, but it also says charcoal chill filtered. Between the press release and between the bottle, and I know you hate when I use my brain and use deductive reasoning, but I would think that they did not think about putting this out eight years ago. I think this is something, according to the press release, that Nicole was tasting through bottles, found something that had more of a bourbon profile. So this would tell me the mash bill, which I already confirmed from George Dickel. The mash bill on this is 84.88, which is the normal mash bill for George Dickel Tennessee whiskey. I would say that this is just George Dickel Tennessee whiskey that didn't taste Tennessee whiskey, and they called it bourbon. Just since I like to aggravate you and be slightly obtuse there's plenty of heaven hill and other kentucky straight bourbon whiskeys that also say charcoal filtered so we'll just put that in the air well that has been my comeback to anybody that tries to say that tennessee whiskey is not a bourbon for a very long time so no you are not upsetting me with that uh that is i'm not trying to pick a fight i'm just throwing out there the label particulars resemble plenty of other whiskeys a hundred percent i was talking about the difference between their two labels dummy i mean you used to say you all now you say y'all they mean the same thing and that is my point all right then we are in agreement i don't know what kind of how are we not in agreement hmm go to bed no, I was trying to think of a song where two people sang it, and I could ask your favorite version where I knew mine would be the different one, but I couldn't get one on the fly. Sorry. It was too impromptu. What's the song? I, I couldn't get there. No, that, that was my oh. problem. Yeah, I was like, all right, there's got to be a song that I know John will like the other person's version, so I was going to throw ah, that out see. there. Behind the scenes to the people, I, I failed. You have a, <laughs> a lifeline right next to you. You could be like, hey, Charlie, give me a song. Well, I at least had some questions to ask him about music along with whiskey to allude to the longer show, but I'll I'll let this go ahead for now. Yeah, I mean, we got to let him get home at some point. He's got a songwriting (laughs) session tomorrow. Oh, no, I got a diaper to change in about two hours, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be all right. You're like, I'm just going to stay up and power through until 2 a.m. I might actually. Yeah. I don't mind that. So this is Dickel Bourbon. It's eight years old. We're going to go through this. And basically just give our thoughts. So, Charlie, yeah. this is your first time sitting on one of these shows with us. We go through and do the nose, we do the taste, and then we do the finish. Don't overthink it. Whatever you get as you're you're smelling this, don't be afraid to say it. And if it's like, you know, whatever it is, it's not wrong. You don't have to sit there and say, like, I get peach and pear and whatever. You could be like, this makes me think of Fruit Loops then it makes you think of Fruit Loops, you know? And, and I think people sometimes get too tied into having to have these perfect notes where it should just be whatever is relatable to them. Mm. He's a musician. He can take one thought and put it into 12 or 16 verses with a chorus. And a bridge. I know. you. Oh, yeah. You're, you're trying to make this too hard for him. <laughs> or too easy. Well, what? <laughs> I don't know which, which way. What did you get on this, Zeke? 
I took the low road on this. I thought the nose was fairly faint, and there was a decent amount of oak and vanilla. I 100% agree with you on the vanilla. It It is surprising, right, when you nose dickle, I would expect there to be a little bit more corn. To Nicole's credit, I mean, this does have more of a bourbon profile. That vanilla is really coming through more. I agree with you on the oak. It's not too much oak at eight years. It's just a, enough that, you know, it's a little bit older than some of the other stuff. Total vanilla, and it's not overpowering. You're right, 100% Zeke. It's it's a little faint. Charlie, not to sway you now that you've listened to us, yeah. but what did you smell? It's helpful, though. You know, y'all have a nose for this that I don't have. I'm more inclined to tell you the bar that I picture myself drinking this in. <laughs> and currently it would be Mickey's on Gallatin in East Nashville, which has a pretty impressive array of whiskeys. Shut up about Mickey's, dude. Oh, come on. No, like that's our one spot that we all know that you could go get good shit at a good price. It's the best. That's my wife and I's first date. And you're telling everybody, Mickey's, like, do you know how many? We are going to get so much feedback. I'm not lying to you. There's going to be people that are like, dude, you told the secret about Mickey's? Ugh. To me, whiskey, because it takes so long, it takes me a long ways back when I drink it. And I have a lot of happy memories associated with Dickel. So I'm biased. And I feel like I owe it to everybody listening to, to put that on the table. I, I've been too cascade hollow a couple times and i know the dickle folks and they've always taken good care of me and i'm a fan i mean i was a fan of dickle from the first sip and what i'm getting with this thanks to y'all's discernment like i get the vanilla thing i smell that now man i'm just kind of i'm just sitting in a bar right now i'm sitting in i'm sitting in a bar that i will not name again <laughs> No, you can well, name Mickey. You know, it's, okay. it's all kind of like you know, it, it, it's roots in a way. I mean, yeah, I feel the same way about Beam. I, I couldn't tell you the age I was the first time I had it, but I, I've had plenty since then, and like it's just engraved into me. Like that's Beam, and that's what's good. Just is mm -hmm. the same as what you know your grandparents' cornbread was, that's or, right, or something else, and. It may not be the best in the world, but like that's what you grew up on, and by God, nothing's going to top that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing about whiskey is you come to find out that it is a series of memories. Yes. Almost like songs, right? Like that's there, right. There are certain things like, I remember what song was playing when girl broke up with me and I was driving home from her mm -hmm. apartment. Like that's something that whiskey is a series of memories and it's like you might not remember the tasting notes of a bottle but you remember who you were with you remember where it was and mentally if you're drinking something and that takes you back to mickey's it's like that is that old factory sense and that that is that good memory that that yeah. whiskey has yeah. in whatever bottle or expression that distillery has it's also i, I would argue it's the aesthetic of the bottle because when you go to a bar and for me having been all around the world if i do go into a bar if i've played a show and i'm done i want to have a nightcap you can bet i'm going to scan those bottles and look for that familiar profile and seeing that familiar profile it's it's like seeing a friend something clicks and you're just like all right now i know now my decision's made i know you know and like and you think about how far that bottle has traveled and I'm a fan of the Dickel profile, man. I, I think that they make a beautiful bottle. And I know we're here to talk about the tasting 
of the whiskey, you know, it matters to me that freaking Merle Haggard was a dickle guy. You know, he did the dickle ads till he couldn't anymore because it was like, Merle, Merle probably Man, shouldn't be he, drinking anymore. That banner's not in the stage anymore. Yeah. I was in there recently and I, I was for real like, what happened to the, you know, water for teardrops, dickles for drinking? Mm-hmm. That one used to be on like the right side. I mean, it's not there. I mean, it's just like, oh, that makes me sad. Some, something's missing. Dickle has a whole bunch of t-shirts that say dickles for drinking. Like, mm-hmm. that, that's Still, my favorite though, thing. I mean, like, we, yeah. We're all here in Nashville. We've all walked in the stage countless times. And like, especially if you're tall and you're single, you end up in that little ledge right there to the right because you can pan the whole audience mm-hmm. really well. And <laughs> Look, how many co- there anymore. How many Coca-Colas have been, been sipped on because of nostalgia? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the whole aesthetic of it all. And I'm, I'm a dickle dude. So I'm, I'm digging the smell of this already. It's familiar, but it's got this this bourbon profile that y'all are talking about that intrigues me. I'm I'm interested in taking a sip. Go ahead and take a sip. All right, here we go. You go first this time. We don't want to sway you. <laughs> but no, the the nostalgia thing's fun too. I mean, like if you watch the uh, like the history show, you know, brands that built America, whatever. Watched some of that recently and talks. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it shows you how pivotal things were between like two brands really mm-hmm. doing the same thing the same way but somehow one laid the foundation or, or got the catchy hook or had the ad mm-hmm. and that solidified them and now 60 years later you're not it, saying bring me a tissue you're well, saying you're bring the, me a cleanup. i was gonna say if you're in the south you say i want a coke and well so right. or pop but same thing the kleenex same thing that i call every refrigerator refrigerator like that's just what the folks called them and every mayo is Dukes. I wouldn't go that yeah. far. The other ones are called idiots. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were Bluebell. Is it Bluebell? That's ice cream. That's ice cream. No, no, no. That's, that is what, uh, uh, or butter. Hellman's. Hellman's for a minute. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, man, Dukes is the, that's the jam. But yeah, the, either way, it, it's one of those things for it. It's minute differences. I mean, you so identify, you're identifying your, your folks, you know, who your folk, who your people are through it. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you, sipping on this, it's very... I'm just thinking about Dukes with a tomato while he's sipping on this. Oh, come on, man. And it's I, like, it's prime I can't stand anyone time. that eats turkey without mayonnaise. I'm not the biggest mayonnaise person, but like, you have to have it with turkey. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you just have to. I'm yeah. sorry. Unless I'm just eating like turkey slices out of the fridge. Like, sometimes you need, you, you don't have enough time to make a sandwich. You hey, just, look. Grab this, a cold is, cut. this is a dad's podcast. <laughs> and when you got that baby, you got to do a lot of things with one hand, right? And sometimes I, you're snagging turkey out of the fridge. I, I guess a hand. slice is smaller, but like Thanksgiving or the leftovers, you get those chunks. There's got to be some mayo or you're just not going to get it down. It's too dry. Oh, yeah. I'm in, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah. So sip it on this. You, you finally got to sip on this a little bit. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Technically, so I'm going to... Hey, neither do we. Yeah, well, here we go. I taste the alcohol, maybe a little more than I want to, but I like how much sweetness is in it. I feel like I I could drink this after having sweated in clothes that don't breathe, doing a job that I don't enjoy, and this drink would turn my frown upside down. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this this... This whiskey has the potential 
to uh, turn my day around? I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel I, I know that probably doesn't help folks out there who are trying to figure out if they want to drink this whiskey, but I'm into it, and I can't put my finger on why. I would relate all that to the sweetness, just because especially this time of year, I would say even for folks that are predominantly bourbon drinkers, it's hot. It's mm-hmm. humid. You sweat your ass off. You want something you can drink, and by drink, I mean not sip, and I'm not saying drink a whole bottle to for whatever purpose, but yeah. just something you can enjoy without like pumping the brakes and, and, and quench a thirst, basically. Yeah. At the same time, I, I think some folks, like in you know summers, will go to a gin or a mezcal, or, or I think the, the light notes that come off, some people look at off-putting as saying, well, you're being non-descriptive. And you can easily say, no, I'm saying it's not off-putting because it's very easy on the palate and it's enjoyable, a.k.a. drinkable. Mm-hmm. And and you don't have to like worry about a Like say if something's barrel-proof. Mm-hmm. You can't drink 130 proof when it's 100 degrees outside. I would put this on ice. <laughs> I feel like this is a whiskey to drink on some ice and let it water down just a little bit. And boy, then I'm going to be going to town, getting myself in trouble. (laughs) I still get a little bit of corn on the nose for this. Not as much as I would on the Tennessee whiskey, but Mm -hmm. it's enough that I know it's there. But you said a word, and when I drink this, I think of potential. And I'm not saying that this isn't there. I'm not saying that this isn't a sweet, you know, because it's sweet corn. It's not the typical dickle profile. But when I think of potential, I just think of how the Dickel Tennessee whiskey barrel picks are. And I'm talking about the private barrel selections. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, this is going to be fun to dive into some of these to pick private barrels. And that's what I think of when I see this at potential. As far as an official review, this is eight-year whiskey for $32.99. Like in this day and age... Eight year whiskey for thirty two ninety nine, like good on you, Dickel, for putting it out. There are plenty of other people that would have put this out at forty or fifty bucks. The fact that you weren't trying to get an extra fifteen, twenty bucks out of your people and you're putting this out at an approachable price and it's an approachable whiskey, like even if it's not your jam, it's gonna be somebody's jam that comes to your house. And at thirty two ninety nine why not give them an eight-year whiskey then spend 50 to 60 bucks on a two to three-year whiskey that they might not like yeah yeah i mean i thought it was really light on the entry usually my my dig for most things dickel is it's immediately like it's present to you what it is and mm. some love it some don't but either way like as soon as there's the first rap at the door you you know who's coming inside like mm. you you know what's there but I thought this had a really light and, and just subtle entry. The corn doesn't kick up into the middle, and it, it's really sweet. Almost none. I mean, you'd really have to reach to say the vitamin profiles there. I did not get that. I, I think anybody that does it would know what they were drinking, and in a blind, it wouldn't be there. Fair 100%, enough. 100% agree. I mean, I, I throw it out there just honestly because I think I know what we're drinking. And on the back end, you know, a, a bit dry, oaky finish with a little bit of rye kick, but no heat by any means. It's well-tempered in balance across all facets. Hmm. Well said. It's pretty safe to say, Charlie, you would buy this. Yeah. 
<laughs> He's gonna take that when he leaves. I, I was, <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna give it to him. Get so out of here! You serious? Is, yeah. I won't take it. A hundred percent. This is yours. Come on. They gave it to us, so we might as well give it to you. Well, thank you. Uh, I think I've referenced this podcast several times today. I've been into because uh, y'all y'all are in the podcast world and you know it. But there's a, there's a podcast episode I just listened to called Resort Hat. And it's J.B. Smoove, the comedian, and, and he's talking about, you know, you wear different hats in your life, but you go on vacation, you put on your resort hat. He said, the thing you do is you give it to somebody. And then what's going to happen is they're going to give it to somebody else, and they're going to give it to somebody. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're checking out at the resort, and, and the guy getting your bags to your car is going to be wearing that hat, and they're going to give it back to you, you know. So in the spirit of the resort hat, I'm going to take this bourbon whiskey from Dickel. And then I'm going to give it to somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah, take a couple pours. Because I love the spirit of Dickel. That's the thing. I just, I love the spirit of George Dickel. And uh, I've had everything they make, to my knowledge, prior to this, from the 8 to the 12 to the rye, the single barrel, and then they have that one that's uh, you can only get in Cascade Hollow. The uh, 17. Yeah, the 17. And then the uh, Tabasco, which I hope they're still making. I don't know if. That's still happening. And uh and I've loved everything they make. And this is like this is like the new channel on that TV. And I'm I'm excited to see what shows I want to watch on it, you know. Well, in the spirit of whiskey, whiskey is communal and you have to share whiskey with people. So Amen. before you give that hat to somebody, share it with somebody and yeah. then give them the hat. But there Zeke, are you a buy on this at thirty two ninety nine? I think it's definitely worth having around the house, as interesting as that is to say for me. I'm very surprised, but I agree. And whenever Zeke and I agree, it is a scary day. Go ahead and find Charlie Warsham's new EP. It's on Spotify. If you have Spotify, just look for Charlie Warsham. It's there. Sugarcane, the first single was Fist Through This Town. The second single is Half Drunk. There will be a longer show with Charlie. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to work on it. We blinded him on five whiskeys. He got to try some new stuff, maybe some stuff he didn't know was around, stuff that he might go look for now, and that was a hell of a lot of fun. Thank you for staying and doing this show on Dickel with us. Thank you all. Everybody go listen to him. Charlie is just a real freaking dude, and he puts out good music. The guy's super talented on the get fiddle is a pleasure to be around we hope we get to hang out with them again because this has just been a a super fun night you're welcome anytime thank you i appreciate it y'all this was fun zeke the folks can find us on facebook at dad's drinking bourbon twitter at bourbon dads instagram at dad's drinking bourbon find us wherever you download your podcast chances are you already have because you're listening to us right now zeke where else can the folks find us good old music city us of a cheers ciao